This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning and welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. What's up, Jessica? Good morning. I feel jump-started. Do you? Yes, I do. Yes, it's Monday, January 13th, and this is Morning Breath. And if you don't know what Morning Breath is, it's very simple. We read a chapter of the Bible together, and then we talk about it. Yes, yes, we do. That is the gist. And if you want to know the schedule of chapters, if you want to know what chapter we'll be in so you can read it ahead of time before you hear us, then you can go to eccc.us, which is our website, or you can check out our podcast and listen to past shows. Or you can call our church office at 321-452-1060. But my personal favorite is our app, which we are going to really encourage you, especially in the next 21 days, to get our app. It's called the East Coast app, and it's in every app store, and uh, everything you need to find is there. Yeah, our 21-day devotion is available on the app as we're starting today. Today. On our 21-day devotion, where the Morning Breath chapters will follow along 21 written devotions, and there's a key chapter and a key verse. Yep. And we would love for you to use that resource. That is, yeah. it. we make it so that you can give a first part of your year to God. We would ask this question, how do we have the best year 2020 we've ever had? Well, I would say, let's make it our best year with God. Yep. Like we put God first, then the rest of the year falls into line. Or we put God in the center, mm-hmm. then the rest of the year falls around that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you hear pastors and churches talking about tithing in terms of money. Um, I want to talk about tithing as in giving your first fruits of your time and your energy. And this is an incredible way to do that. It's a totally free resource. Um, This takes quite a bit for us to do. Like, I mean, we spend probably a good 100 to 200 hours of manpower making this, maybe more actually, because each each, there's 21 devotions. Written by 21 people. Written by 21. Well, written more about by like 16 people. Some of them double up. Um, And that's a couple hours each. Then all the editing that goes into this, then Mm -hmm. designing it and making a book and, you know, all the research that it does to get the vision for the year. So probably somewhere to two to 400 hours end up getting put into making this this book, uh, this 21 day devotion. And you get to grab it for totally for free. Go to our app, download it. It's called the East Coast app. And uh, you took this to another level this year, too. We've never done this before, but you recorded videos that coincide with each devotion that tell a personal story behind the devotion, right? Yes. And those are going to be available on the app as well. So it's just going to help you go deeper, help you know who the story behind the story. Yes, that's correct. And uh, you get a story, the author's personal touch behind why they wrote it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. So today is the day. So it also starts our 21 days of fasting. So we were doing prayer in the morning. We did prayer this morning, 6 to 7 a.m. at our Parkway campus. And we're going to do that the next four days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So you can join us on that. Even if you can't, you got to get there at 615, whatever, just get there. Try to maybe even pick one day that you can come and commit to coming this week to our prayer. Starts your day off right. Yes, it's early, but come on. You yeah, and then it. next week, 6.30 at our Vieira Campus property that we own. On Monday the 20th. On Monday the 20th. Yep. And that is out off Vieira Boulevard in Tavistock, the mm-hmm. corner there right off 95, about less than a half a mile from 95. Yep. Um, we'd love to see you at 6.30. Bring your glow sticks. Bring your flashlights. Yeah. Turn your flashlight on your phone That's on. It's going to be fun. Whatever. 
Uh, a lot of people that. forget they have a flashlight with them at all times if they have a oh, cellular Oh, I don't. I use that thing like device. crazy. Your kid's throat hurts. Whip out your phone. Put on the flashlight. Check it out. Red? No. Yes. Got it. <laughs> Good to go. So we are in First John chapter 4. And again, the morning breath chapters for the next 21 days are coinciding with our devotion. And so they're not going to be like First John 4 and then First John 5 and then all on and on. It's going to be like First John 4. Then we're going to be in... First Corinthians, and we're going to be in Timothy, then we're going to be in Luke, and all over the place. So if you're wondering why, that is why. So I will start reading, yep. and I will go through 10. Ten. Okay, perfect. I must say to you, read. Beloved, do not believe every spirit speaking through a self-proclaimed prophet. Instead, test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets and teachers have gone out into the world. By this, you know and recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ has actually come in the flesh as a man is from God. God is its source. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus, acknowledging that he has come in the flesh but would deny any of the Son's true nature, is not of God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is now already in the world. Little children, believers, dear ones, you are of God and you belong to him and have already overcome them, the agents of the Antichrist, because he who is in you is greater than he, Satan, who is in the world of a sinful mankind. They who teach twisted doctrine are of the world and belong to it. Therefore, they speak from the viewpoint of the world with its immoral freedom and baseless theories, demanding compl compliance with their opinions and ridiculing the values of the upright. And the gullible one of the world listen, listens closely and pays attention to them. We who teach God's word are from God, energized by the Holy Spirit. And whoever knows God through personal experience listens to us and has a deeper understanding of him. Whoever is not of God does not listen to us. By this we know without any doubt the spirit of truth motivated by God and the spirit of error motivated by Satan. Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him. For God is love. He is the originator of love, and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. By this, the love of God was displayed in us, in that God has sent his one and only begotten Son, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, that is the atoning sacrifice and the satisfying offering for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placating his wrath. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. The love, excuse me, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. 
for he does not love his brother whom he has seen. How can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Amen. So the key verse that you actually wrote this first devotion called Our Next Move, and the key verse you chose was we love because he first loved us. And we're continuing our vision of last year into this year for our church, and that's one Savior, one step, one soul. And I just love how you wrapped the whole devotion up. You said, we love God and others because God loved us first. We take one step. The beauty is that we're not doing this alone. So I love doing this with you and with everyone listening. And again, the morning prayer and and we're doing the devotion and we're all just going all in this first 21 days. And I just love that thought. Right. We're making this move together. It's, it's a, this devotion is made to do this as our move, Mm -hmm. not just your move. Like there's strength and value in people doing things together. We recently did a uh, family fun event where we had all of our your side of the family over and your stepdad who is a uh, he's a longtime engineer and director out of the space center mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of leadership uh, lessons and he's a black belt in um, what not is it karate not karate it's but in the it's like Sigma five six something Sigma, six Sigma yeah that it's a uh, leadership and management mm-hmm. uh, system way to manage and organize information and so he led us through this Exercise where you you basically have um, this this task that happens. It's a survival task. Your plane goes down, and you have fifteen items. You're supposed to rank those fifteen items of order of importance. You're supposed to do it by yourself, mm-hmm. and then um, as a group, you then come together and decide which is better. And what it teaches you is that when you do this by yourself. You're not as strong as you are. You don't make as many good decisions as you do together. Mm-hmm. So you make better decisions together than you do by yourself. Yeah. And it really is true. It proved accurate because I literally was like, oh, we need this and then I need this. And then I, and I was like everything that I chose that I would need to survive, I would have died like on my own for sure. And actually the choice, the first choice was, are you going to stay at the at the crash site and wait to be rescued or are you going to try to hike out and i'm like oh we're hiking out but that was not right at all so like from the very beginning if i was alone i would have not made it actually your your uh, grandmother knew oh, she the most it. important thing yes. and no one would believe her i know and uh, it was like the cosmetic case that's the most <laughs> that was the most important survival uh, item was yeah. the cosmetic case and she knew it and you're like why? Why? Yeah. Because there's a mirror in there. And right. it's the it's the best signaling and device. And I was like fighting for the beef jerky and yeah. It's the number one signaling device when you're uh when you're lost, mm-hmm. especially in like open desert. You can signal a plane going by with a mirror. Yep. If you know that or not, but you can you can actually you can go three, now. four miles in the air with a mirror. Yeah. So like anyway, the whole point was that together we're stronger, we're better, and we're making a move to together this chapter says that like how can you say you love god and hate your brother yeah you're you're a liar you don't love god um because and it's placing a value on we got to love each other like we all have different strengths and we have all have different values um we love one another and through that strength we show and we prove that we love god um i've i know it's easier to show our love for people 
or say or be about or even give towards people we've never met. Be like, we love the people of wherever that are struggling, mm-hmm. right? Then sometimes loving the people that are right in front of our face. Yep. We're like, I love you, but I don't like you. You know, you're like, <laughs> I've never thought that. Ever. Have you ever said that? Uh, no, I've thought it for sure. Oh, I've thought it, but I think that's a false statement. It's not like, good. I don't like that statement. It's Mm-mm. like what you're saying is you're struggling with that person, mm-hmm. which is normal. Yep. Which is people struggle. Um, and our challenge is to love each other. Yep. The people in front of our face and, you know, some of the ways that we do that. What, what are some of your thoughts on what are the ways that we have to lean in and love one another when it's hard? Well, I think verse seven uh, goes perfectly along with this thought. It says, beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. For love is from God and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. And I think that's the thing that really that's I love this amplified translation that I've been reading the past couple of years because it adds it amplifies the verse. It adds in words like unselfishly love and is whoever one. If you grew up in church, you might know this little song from 1 John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. There's this whole thing, 1 John 4, 7 and 8. But then when you add, you can know that. But then when you read it with this amplification of knows God through personal experience, our love for one another is a reflection of our personal experience with God. It is out of time with God. That we are able to unselfishly love others and seek the best for them, especially when you're dealing with someone who has hurt you. I need time with God to have the strength to love that person because when I have time with God and I allow the word of God to kind of read me and convict me and help me and help me recognize how much I need a savior, then I can read verses like this, unselfishly love and seek the best for one another because that is the way that people know that we are disciples. Like that's in, that's in John chapter 13, is that people actually know that I'm a disciple of Jesus. I'm a follower of Jesus. I have a relationship with Jesus. I'm a Christian because of the way that I love other people. So I think it comes out of experience. My personal experience with God, the way that I love others is a reflection of that. Yeah. And I think the good news is, that we don't have to fix everything like right now. Like you might be faced with like but I want to. a lot of challenges. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. You you could be faced with like, how do I get over there? Like I I'm this is my life now, my current situation. And way over there, all of the answers are full and complete. And I'm I'm running in my dream and everyone yeah. loves me and mm-hmm. all of these things. Yeah. But over here, like I'm sitting here in this little boat over here, wondering how am I going to cross this channel, which the waves are too big and mm-hmm. the wind's too strong and I don't have enough gas. Or in I, the don't tank. Have don't e- <laughs> I don't have a boat. I don't have a boat yet. We all got a boat. We yeah. all got a boat. All right. We all have a boat, at least in my analogy. Yes. You can do your analogies <laughs> however you want. My analogy, we are, our life is the boat. Okay, okay good. And all, what we have to do is we have to invite Jesus into the boat. We have to say, get in the boat, Jesus. That's good. And Jesus says, all right, I need you just to push out a little bit. And then when we get out a little bit. He begins to talk to us and he begins to stretch us and, hey, and transform us. And then he goes, hey, why don't you launch out a little deeper? Mm-hmm. And as you do, the winds begin to shift. Uh, you see a new path. You see a way that you didn't see before. And that's really a principle that's found through the word of God, that at God's word, um, we will obey. 
when God gets in our, in order to obey though, God's got to get in our boat. Jesus, yeah. you have to open up your heart. You have to open up and say, Lord, I, I, I need to let you in here. And when you do that, he begins to take you step by step through the process. The, the, the way you get things accomplished isn't by just, you know, well, we got to get over that island, start swimming. No, you're going to run out of strength. You're going to run out of energy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it. You're probably going to drown. And then someone's going to have to rescue your sorry butt and pull you back over to the island. you got to have the right method, and that's with a boat yeah, or a bridge. And Jesus is the one that builds that. He's our bridge. He's our mediator. And um, I want to switch directions here for a second. And uh, the direction I'll move to is just some things in the devotion. Uh, part of this is the vision of East Coast Christian Center, to reach up, to reach in, reach out. Up, in, out. Like, up to God— uh, out to people mm-hmm. and uh, into ourself. Yeah. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love yourself and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the basic vision of our church at East Coast Christian Center. We have to, it's based on the two most important commandments that Jesus gave. Yep. They're also found in Deuteronomy. They're, they're more important than the Ten Commandments because all of the commandments hang on these two. Yeah. That we would love God. That we would love our neighbor and we would love ourselves, because we we cannot love our neighbor if we don't As love ourselves. Ourself. If we don't, we love gotta love ourselves. Yeah. So we love God, we love ourselves, we love our neighbor. Mm-hmm. We reach up, we reach in, we reach out. We have one Savior who is Jesus. Yeah. We take one step, which is our love for ourselves and our obedience to Him and our and our willingness to grow and grow our capacity and move forward for for God and for ourselves, and then we love one soul. We love people. That yeah. one person God has put in front of us. That every one person matters. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have, ta- I've taken the vision to one soul because I think it's more realistic than loving all of people. Yeah, like one person mm-hmm. is a, is who you love. You don't love ten thousand people. You don't love a whole nation. You love one person at a time, and through that love, you can love a nation. Yeah. Like you can love every, every, everyone, but you can sure love a whole nation and not like the person that's standing in front of you. Yeah. But you flip that around, you begin to pour love into that one person and, 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 and see them maybe take steps for Christ, forgive them, yeah. love them, help them. All of a sudden your life is changed. And so this is what our move is together. It's we love God together. We love ourselves together. And we love the, we love the one person in front of us. We love others, our yeah. neighbors, our friends, yeah. our family. Yeah. That's the vision. That's really good. I love that. It makes it uh, attain, like doable, you know, bite-sized chunks, action steps. Like, yes, we can love all of Africa, but why don't we just start with the person in front of us? That'll, that's what makes the difference. Well, the when world. you love a, when your love for Africa, uh, w- what if you loved one Maasai girl yeah. that we, what we support and sponsor mm-hmm. we sp- as a church? What do you sponsor about 15, 20 Yeah, I think 20 we're girls? almost 25. 25 girls? Mm-hmm. Uh, these are girls that would be married at age 13 and go through FGM, which is female genital mutilation, which is basically they're set to a life of, you know, forced marriage and all that stuff to mm-hmm. an older man and all of that instead of being able to get an education and better themselves. And many of them become nurses and teachers and uh, all sorts of incredible uh, engineers and whatever. Mm-hmm. They get to go to school and then they can get married as adults and all of those things yeah. and uh, and have a life uh, that we would all desire. And so we don't love all of Kenya. and go. We love Kenya. We love the Maasai girls. Yeah. 
And through that, we begin to love all of Kenya. Yeah. We love the one, the one Maasai girl at a time. Yep. And we, we see that person step into schooling and then that transforms into 10 and into 25 and into 30 and into 50 and into thousands and into millions. And if we all picked one person, you know, I don't know if you go to East Coast, but chances are you don't. And what if every single one of you took one friend this year and brought them to Christ? Yeah. What would happen in Brevard County mm. if all of every Christian grabbed one person and brought them to the Lord? Yeah. That would be revival. Yes. That that you want revival, it doesn't come from a meeting. Mm-mm. It comes from you recognizing that you have one soul. Now here's what's cool is our church is doing that together. Yeah. Like last year we started this talking about the one soul. We had over a thousand people, I think right at the fourteen hundred a number actually fill out a card saying that they would pray for one person here in Bavard County mm-hmm. and they would believe God, not for their cousin in Ohio, not for, you know, somebody oh, somewhere else, but right here in Bavard County with 14 people from our church commit to that 1400. Mm-hmm. What did I say? 14. 14. We had 14 times, times 100, 100 <laughs> people say I'm in. Yep. Okay. Now we, as we did that this year, as we, we saw people come to Christ, we saw over 2,100 people come to Christ this year at East Coast Christian Center yeah. to make decisions for Jesus, to make a decision to say, I am confessing Jesus as my Lord. Yeah. And it was significantly more than the year before. Now, that goes up and down through the years, and I'm not, I'm not comparing and saying, oh, last year was terrible, because we've had, we've had other years where we've had quite a few, uh, more than we did last year. And right. so there's been seasons for our church. But one of the things that I'm, I'm pointing out here is we've, we put responsibility in a person's hand saying, who's that one person that you need to love, that you need to believe for? Yep. And here's what's been happening. Uh, we get testimonies in and we, we have something called the One Soul Network where people basically uh, sh- get emails every week on, on like the amount of people that gave their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. For instance, the first week this year, we... Uh, one of our services, we said, "Hey, would you like to give your life to Christ? Um, if you do it, if you would, let's let's do that." So we did, and uh, two people raised their hand um, and said, "I, I want to do that." So we we prayed with them. They gave their life to Christ, and then uh, that person, one of the people, had brain cancer, and um, so we said, "Man, we're going to pray for you. Pray for healing in, in your body." Yeah, and uh, so we did. And um, two days later, they had surgery. And we found out that the tumor, the brain tumor, the uh, cancer, was almost 100% dead. Yeah. And because it was so dead, they were able to pull the entire thing out yeah. and have no damage. Yeah. And we were like, I'm still rocked to my Jaw core over dropped. that. I yes. am rocked to my core. Yeah. And everyone that's heard that and was that was involved with that, we're just rocked. We're like, Lord, what we want to do is impossible without you. Yeah. Like we cannot do what we want to do if you don't show up. People, people don't get healed of brain cancer unless God shows up. Yep. Like, <laughs> Lord, we're just so grateful, and we just, we just right now just speak life over Bavard County. Yeah. That we would all rise up. That every Christian would rise up and begin to draw in one soul. Yep. One person. And be, Lord, help us see that one person that matters. Help us see that person that we should be having a coffee with, 
that we should be praying for, that, that we need to invite to our church, that, that we need to, to help them and show them the love of God. Yeah. The love of you, Lord. Help us do that. Yep. And help us be bold enough to invite them to follow through and help us be bold enough to pray prayers like, God, heal brain cancer and then give you the glory for it and share your testimony because it's we overcome by the blood of the lamb, which is the sacrifice that you you performed on the cross, but also the word of our testimony. Like people actually got saved from hearing that testimony of that man with brain cancer giving his life to the Lord. Then the very next service. You know, it's just it's it's just the beginning of something amazing. So we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira and Coco. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. With buying and selling homes in the Melbourne, Florida area, Pineapple Farms is here to assist you. Pineapple Farms, serving Brevard County since 2011. For more information, go online to pineapplefarms.com or call at 321-426-0081. We want to be a church that's focused on God, focused on the people on the inside, and focused on the people on the outside. Love God, love the church, love people, because we're building a life-giving church that lasts. East Coast Christian Center. Join us every weekend, Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. East Coast Christian Center is located at 680 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. The Avenue Worship Center. Enjoy a fresh brewed cup of coffee with friends and family. Service times are at 9.30 and 11 a.m. at 85 North Richland Avenue. East Coast Christian Center, Coco. We now have three services every Sunday morning at 8.15, 10 o'clock, and 11.45 a.m. Located at 1855 North Friday Road, Coco. For more information, call 452-1060, extension 100. That's 452-1060, extension 100. Or visit us online at eccc.us. That's eccc.us. East Coast Christian Center, building a life-giving church that lasts. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. Welcome back. We've been in 1 John chapter 4. And again, want to remind you that this is the first day of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. We are meeting at 6 a.m. in the morning at our Parkway Worship Center at Merritt Island, right next to the bowling alley, and um, praying for the next four days. So we would love for you to jump on, get the app, join us, start. If you 
pray and ask God what he would have you fast too. Like fasting is just giving up something so that our focus can be on the one who matters, the Jesus who matters the most. But I want to close up with this verse and it is, there is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full grown love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who's afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love. They have not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. And I just feel like someone who is listening right now needs to hear that God loves you and that there is no fear in love. If you have given your life to the Lord, it says those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You do that, you are complete in love. Perfect love drives out fear. So there is no longer fear of judgment because you have been made right. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus has made you right. There's no longer fear. So if you're feeling fear, you can recognize that that's not from God because God has not given you a spirit of fear. Perfect love casts out fear. So I I just speak that over you right now, that if you're feeling fear, that that would be cast out right now in Jesus' name, and that you would have an understanding, a sufficient understanding of God's love for you. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.